years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Have a, have a seat there, Bob. Yeah, get your microphone ready here, Hi. man. Hi. Oh, we're starting a little early today, huh? Yeah, a few minutes. All right, whatever. Yeah, you just uh, you just walked in here. I had something special ready if you uh, didn't make it on time, <laughs> man. You remember when we had the uh, PNC park announcer, Tim DeBacco, uh, drop this one here? Can I have your attention, please? Big Bob is not in the studio. He's in the bathroom, but we'll be back momentarily. Thank you. How about that? I mean, why we, don't we, we play that? I, we never, we never use that because usually you time it out good enough to where you're in here for the start of the show, and usually if you go to the bathroom during the show, yeah, yeah, you know, you make sure we're like playing a song or something, and you have enough time. But that's I, good, right? That's I, good. I haven't heard that in a long time. I forgot all about it. And we got this too, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the ninety-six-one Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bob. Best friends on the radio wow. and best friends in real life. That's nice. It's our buddy uh, PNC Park announcer uh, Tim Tobacco there. He did that years ago. We just never play those on the show. Uh, how's your weekend? Anything fun and exciting, Bob, or just uh, whatever? Just relaxing on the weekend? Yeah, relaxing. Nothing too great. You know what I did? I uh, mean, Walk for Children's was awesome. It was awesome. Everybody, thank you for coming out to the Walk for Children's to benefit Children's Hospital. Just over $864,000 raised. That was a uh, a good time at uh, Shenley Park on Saturday. And the weather was perfect. The walk started and everything. Uh, skies were clear. It was a little cloudy, which was good, so it wasn't too hot, too swampy. And then... Uh, you know, as soon as the walk started, as soon as we saw everybody off onto the walk, me and Bob were like, all right, well, this has been a, a great event. You know, people will eventually in a, a few minutes start filing back in after they're done with their walk. So we go out to our cars and we're just like, all right, say goodbye to all our friends at Children's Hospital. We're just like, all right, great event, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you next year. We get in our cars and it starts pouring. And the only thing I'm thinking was <laughs> everything was fine until we sent everybody off to the walk and it just started pouring i even saw ken rice from kdka because he was there um hosting and emceeing with us and he even tweeted a picture before he left of the walkers starting and just like hey and the rain held off and then i saw then i saw the picture from children's hospital when they tweeted out as the first walkers came back and everybody either has like umbrellas or rain ponchos on and they're just completely soaked and i'm just like there yeah well we avoided that so that's fun uh, you know what I went to, uh, yesterday, that open streets, Pittsburgh thing. I took my daughter Addison down there. You know, they closed down, uh, city streets. They do this like during the summer once, uh, once a month, I think. And they close down the streets to, for cars and just let people walk and, you know, have strollers and uh, mostly bikes. That's pretty fun. That's pretty awesome that the city just does that. It's a good time. Is it just everybody riding bikes pretty much? Yeah, there's a lot of people riding bikes. So, you know, you never really get to go too fast. They even have signs that says bike speed limit is 10 miles an hour. So you don't, you know, get that one person who's super aggressive and just zooming all around, knocking kids over. But, yeah, you know, there's a lot of people. So it's pretty, uh, you get clumped up whenever you have to stop. But uh, I was riding with my daughter, Addison, right? I think we got her a new bike last summer or the summer before and obviously i'm six foot nine my wife jamie's you know almost six foot just under six foot we're a pretty tall family so addison's gonna be really tall too right and we're riding bikes right one guy usually if somebody says something to me i figure like oh they must want to say hi they might know me from the radio show whatever i stick out you know i'm six foot nine i stick out pretty good this guy drives by as we're riding and just goes to my daughter like, wow, looks like you've grown a lot since your parents got you that bike. I'm like, <laughs> what? What was that? The guy like did this drive-by on us. I have no idea who he was. And just drives by. And I, I thought like, okay, he knows Addison. Maybe it's like a teacher from her school or something like that. 
Looks like you've grown a lot since your parents got you that bike. I'm like, what sort of grown adult says that to a kid? <laughs> so, like, I took a minute to process it. Out and of I'm nowhere? Like, yeah, out of nowhere. And then he just kept riding, like, Zoom, all right, see you later. I'm like, what the, who says that to a kid? But then not only, like, you say that to a kid because then Addison's just like, oh, I, you know, my friends have been saying I'm probably too big for my bike and I need a new one, but now I really need one. I'm like, thanks, man. Like, now I got to go spend, like, 200 bucks or whatever on a new bike for Addison because this guy couldn't, couldn't hold it back. He <laughs> saw that Addison may be a little too big for her bike now. Might have grown just a little bit. And couldn't keep his... I should have punched the guy. I should have made the news as the guy who punched... Chased him down. Punched a guy out during Open Streets Pittsburgh. It's like, what's that guy doing? He's going faster than 10 miles like, an hour. Like, it wasn't mean or anything like that, but it's just like, thanks, you cost me a bike. Hey, you cost me a bike right there. That's a punch. Because now Addison, you know, she's 11 years old, and she's kind of at that age where, you know, somebody says something like that, and that thought's not going to leave her mind now. Now it's every... Now it's, she's basically on a, a tiny little... Like Shriner's clown bike. Right, right. So, yeah. you know, I come home, I tell my wife, Jamie, I'm just like, yeah, it was fun, but we probably got to buy Addison a new bike. Yeah, we'll get to it. I'm like, oh, no, some guy ruined the whole thing for us. What and ass. We got to go buy her a new bike now because this one's too small. Mike and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the morning freak show. Hi today, 78 degrees and sunny. Temperatures going up all week. It should be in the 90s this weekend. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Get sweaty, get swampy. Not bad. I was just talking about how yesterday I took my daughter Addison to the Open Streets Pittsburgh thing where they you know, shut down a lot of the streets downtown, let people just ride their bikes and walk without uh, without cars you know, bothering them. Some guy rode past me and Addison and... Told my daughter, looks like you've grown a lot since your parents got you that bike. Like, she's probably due for a new bike, but what grown adult says that to a kid? Cost me a new bike, probably. Uh, Rick Seaback was there, man. The legendary uh, TV man, WQED, Kennywood Memories. Did you see Seaback? I didn't. I didn't. But I saw a picture of him because I follow Seaback on Twitter. Somebody tweeted uh, a picture of him. Does he need a new bike, too? Um, No, no, I don't think he does. But somebody took, like, a selfie as Rick Seaback was riding by and uh, tweeted the one and only Rick Seaback at Open Streets Pittsburgh. And Rick Seaback retweeted himself and said, uh, who's that fat man with the silly hat? Oh, no. And look at it. Seaback in a a bike. (laughs) Yo. Safety first. Okay, listen. I never knew until I saw this picture of Rick Seaback riding a bike. He's got, like, uh, a basket in front of his bike, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's got a helmet on for safety, yeah. And uh, I I got to be honest. If there is one person, I think, in Pittsburgh that I want to see riding a bike, I think it's Rick Seaback, and I think I've now seen it. <laughs> He looks so happy to be riding that bike. Look at Seaback. He's so happy. Oh, my God. He is happy. What a Yinzer legend that is. Can you think of anybody better? Uh, Let's even go outside of Pittsburgh. One person that you really want to see riding a bike. I bet I look awkward riding a bike. I'm six foot nine. I bet I stick out. Yeah, I mean, you could go somebody. Look like a giraffe riding a bike. Somebody like Shaq. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal on a bike. But, I mean, Seaback is pretty amazing. Rick Seaback on a bike is nice. Oh, I my God. Shaq and Seaback tandem bikes. Oh, wow. Seaback in front. I think, like, any sort of just giant body works, right? Funny on a bike because you can never make a bike. Like, you're a large man, Bob. There is not a bike for you that would make you look normal at all. You're always going to look like a large man on a bike. Like, me... I'm too tall. There is never a bicycle where I'm going to look normal on. It's all going to be funny. It's all going to be weird looking. I'm always going to stick out. It's true. I think any Steelers. You can do. Like a Steelers offensive lineman or something like that. Who's the biggest? Villanueva. Villanueva. Alejandro Villanueva because he's like my height, but your size. He's like, I don't know, six foot nine, 350 or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like that guy on a bike. There's no bike that they can make to make. like Alejandro Villanueva, Steelers offensive lineman, look normal at all on a bike. No, no, there really isn't. Wow. Big and tall bikes need to be made. But even if they are. I don't think they do need to be made because then it's just going to it's, no it's look, look weird. Yeah. Ne- you're never going to be able to blend in. <laughs> Some super-sized bike. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, why is your bike like a foot and a half taller than everybody else's? Rick Seaback, good looking on a bike. 
<laughs> Good looking Seaback. You didn't uh, see him in person, though. No, I didn't. Oh, sad. I didn't see the wild Seaback with his helmet on. Hey, uh, let's just uh, tease this coming up. Uh, do we have a naked story today on the show, which would make it 22 straight shows covering a naked story? Do we have somebody getting naked from over the weekend? Is there a naked story today, Bob? Yes. There is. 22nd day in a row. Okay, there's your tease for the rest of the show. At some point during the show, there will be a story for the 22nd straight live show we've done of someone somewhere doing something getting naked. Uh, Brandon tweets us here, Tampa could really use a special Big Bob fog warning. All right, listen on the iHeartRadio app down in Florida. Go ahead for Florida, Bob. Fog! It's kind of weird doing fog warnings for other places, especially Florida. Uh, by the way, looks like we do have a Florida story from over uh, the weekend yeah. here. All right, let's get in this just real quick here. <laughs> Attention all listeners of The Freak yeah. Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes! yes. It happened again. It's, it's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. See what we have going on over the weekend in Florida. It seems like a mild weekend in Florida. Nobody uh, nobody naked, right? The naked story today on the show is not from Florida? No, uh-uh. All right. Uh, down to Florida, always weird things happening in Florida. 35-year-old Alex Sardinas apparently forced his way into a Florida Keys residence using a pocket knife. Uh, it was his former home. He threatened the new residents of the home uh, and stole a pulled pork sandwich and energy drink from the fridge before running into the woods. Why? After breaking into his former home, Sardinas began screaming and threatening to kill the new residents because he was not allowed to live there anymore. Uh, the sheriff's office said Sardinas called them at midnight saying he needed to get his clothes from the home. He later was found walking around along a nearby road a few dozen yards from the scene of the crime. Like, he threatened the people in the house, yeah. and I was just like, well, I'm going to take a pulled pork for the road. Yeah, so, you know, you don't know the situation, whether he just couldn't afford the home anymore, got evicted, or uh, who knows what happened. You know, the it got foreclosed on, but, you know, his clothes wouldn't still be in the house. <laughs> right. So this guy, I, I don't know what was going through his mind, but he thought he could just go to the home and get his clothes, which obviously weren't there. Uh, hell, give me a monster energy drink, too. <laughs> I love that he threatens. I don't love that he threatens the people, but I love that that's what he takes, though. It's like, that's it. He's My clothes aren't here. What do you got? going to threaten to kill you all, but I'm not actually going to do that. I'm just going to take this pulled pork sandwich and a monster energy drink from the road. That is Florida making the show once again. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, Bree tweets us here. My mom's listening to Mikey and Bob this morning and asked, do these guys just go into work drunk every day? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss. It is the Morning Freak Show. Bethany tweets us here. Good thing iHeartRadio is a thing because I'm moving to Florida today to work for Disney World, and I don't want to miss you guys. Wow. Good luck, Bethany, down in Disney World. What a magical place that mm-hmm. is. Yeah, you can listen to us every day no matter where you are, even down in Florida on the free iHeartRadio app. A lot of people taking their summer vacations here soon. Uh, do not go on summer vacation and try to find a sketchy local morning show wherever you go. You can continue to listen to us every morning on the free iHeartRadio app. Just sitting on the beach, uh, you know, if you don't want to wake up early on your vacation. Get that podcast. Yep, get the podcast. You can stream and download uh, full episodes of our show. It's all on the free iHeartRadio app. Uh, Friday and Saturday night protests continued this weekend in and around the city in response to the shooting and uh, killing of 17-year-old um, Antoine Rose. Friday night, the protest was on the uh, north side, led to PNC Park outside the Pirates game. Saturday night, the protest continued on the south side. Mayor Bill Peduto uh, tweeting, uh, this was after Saturday's protest. After four hours, a peaceful demonstration was winding up on Pittsburgh's south side. It's the seventh demonstration in three days. The balance between First Amendment rights and public safety are razor thin. Thanks to organizers and Pittsburgh police for respecting each other. Yeah, we really haven't had as much protest uh, as there's been. There hasn't really been um, really an incident of, of, of huge violence or anything and, you know, mass massive arrests. You mm-hmm. don't see, like, police shooting tear gas or, or anything like that uh, as far as these protests go. Funeral services for 17-year-old Antoine Rose will take place today at Woodland Hills Intermediate School 
at 11 a.m. Uh, the parents of Antoine Rose, uh, Michelle Kenny and Antoine Rose Sr., uh, sat down with ABC News in an exclusive interview. That uh, part of it is going to air this morning on Good Morning America. Locally, WTAE uh, aired some of the uh, the video yesterday. This was uh, Antoine's mom talking about the uh, shooting. Every time we turn on the TV, it's all it is. It's a young African-American male shot by the police. And you say, I feel sorry for them. To them is me. To them is him. I never thought I'd be sitting here. Uh, here was Antoine's mom talking about the uh, the video that was shot showing the officer shooting and killing her son. If there wasn't, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Because a, a thousand people could have stood up and the world wouldn't have believed them. Uh, she's probably right about that. If there's no video, then this incident, you know, it, it makes the news. But there's not protests. There's right. not a big uproar. If there isn't the video, that's the shocking part of it all. Here was Antoine's mom talking about Officer uh, Michael Rossfeld, who uh, shot and killed 17-year-old Antoine Rose. He murdered my son in cold blood. If he has a son, I pray his heart never has to hurt the way mine does. But I think he should pay for taking my son's life. And here is what Antoine's parents said in this exclusive ABC News interview uh, about the protesting that's been taking place around the city. Keep fighting. Do it peacefully. Stand up because my son was truly a beautiful soul. Everyone has stood up. And I'm hoping that it changes the world. Yeah, they uh, just want the protests to continue, but keep it peaceful as they have, for the most part, been in and around the city. Uh, there were some some inaccurate reportings, I think, going on Friday that confused a lot of people. So yeah. I, I want to try to make sense of this because it didn't make a lot of sense. No, it really didn't. On Friday, KDKA and WPXI both tweeted out about the Antoine Rose in the, the investigation going into the whole uh, shooting. And uh, they say they both came out with reports that video showed Antoine Rose firing a weapon in a drive-by shooting just minutes before he was shot and killed by police and that he had gun res- a gunshot residue on his hand. Yeah. Um, WTAE was the only local outlet there out of the three TV stations that didn't go with that information, right? Allegheny County Police then came out on Friday and basically said it was false. There was no video showing Antoine Rose in a drive-by shooting, and there was no official report that he had gunshot residue on his hand. Right. So people obviously were upset about that because this is a very sensitive time in this city. This is a very sensitive, um, sensitive subject to deal with. I mean, it's a national news story. It's a huge oh, it news is. story. It's like one of the biggest stories going on in the, in the country right now. And like I just said, Antoine's parents, that interview will be on Good Morning America uh, this morning. And every time you even turn on national news, they're covering the Pittsburgh protests uh, that are happening and everything that's going on with this investigation. So people were upset once the Allegheny County Police report came out Friday that said, okay, that video, the video and the gunshot residue thing aren't true, but KDK and WPXI left their tweets up and they didn't like pull back on their reports. Right. Now, uh, having said that, KDKA went further with this and tried to explain the situation in their reporting. Now, there are conflicting reports related to the investigation into Tuesday night shooting in East Pittsburgh. In the interest of full transparency, KDK wants to acknowledge the differences in those reports. High-level police sources tell KDKA there is video that appears to show Antoine Rose firing a gun in North Braddock minutes before he was shot and killed in East Pittsburgh. Police sources also tell KDKA gunshot residue was found on Rose's hands. County Police Superintendent Coleman McDonough, in a written statement issued Friday night, disputes both of those reports. 
When county police issued their statement Friday night, KDK once again talked to our law enforcement sources who reconfirmed the information they provided to KDKA. KDK recognizes that this is a sensitive time for both police and members of the community. We are committed to presenting information as we know it, when we know it, and will continue to do so until the incident is fully investigated. So they're basically saying once the Allegheny County Police came out Friday and said the video didn't exist, the gunshot residue thing wasn't true, Yeah, uh, they went back to their high-ranking police source, as they, right. they call it, and asked again, and they once again confirmed that that's all true. So KDK and, I guess, WPXI are going kind of all in here, trusting a high-ranking police source, uh, which, uh, to me, that's a lot of integrity to put on a line. When Especially th- since a statement came out just saying no. When this is such a sensitive nope. uh, story to to be covering. Uh, so they're going they're going all in it kind of seems like that now how don't you reveal that police source because if this is all not true which allegheny county police said it's not how doesn't kdk and wpxi at some point i think have to whoever it was have to reveal that high-ranking police source who according to allegheny county police is spreading misinformation Right? Uh, yeah, do, do I would protect, think so. Do you protect your source who may have just, you know, burned you with misinformation about the case? It's, you know, it's it's a it's a a very sensitive story to be covering. But it just seems weird because it's such a huge story that you wouldn't wait for an official comment or like an official report, and you would just go with like. I guess that's just how news is now, though. It doesn't seem like it would be the story where you want to just try to be first with some sort of breaking news instead of waiting for something official to come out. Instead, you know, hide behind sources. So we'll see where uh, the rest of that all plays out. Again, the funeral service today for 17-year-old Antoine Rose today at Woodland Hills Intermediate School at 11 a.m. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, Morning Freak Show. Hi, today, 78 degrees. It's going to be sunny today. Uh, but like we said, temperatures going up all week. We should be into the 90s by this weekend. Not bad. Hot, hot. Man, like 4th of July is coming up, right? It's next week. Next week, yeah. Uh, which means uh, the furries will be back in town soon, right? Isn't AnthroCon coming up, the furry convention? Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Bryant, Sam Hunt is uh, this Saturday, right? Yeah. Another yeah. big country show at Heinz Field. They're in town. Uh, we're actually giving away tickets to that. Uh, 5.30 every day with Tall Kathy. Freak show question of the day if you want to go Saturday. Uh, Luke Bryant, Sam Hunt at uh, Heinz Field. Uh, Josh just tweets us here. Wow. Pictures, too. Cake in the break room and crock pots are on already. It is office lady retirement party all day. Look at that. Look at those crock pots set up. I mean, oh, they got a full room. retirement cake? Look at that. It's already stacked. Wow. Happy retirement, Angie. How are you going to hold people off with it's, fresh it's cake? A, it's a big break room cake with like uh, an ocean, a beach, and flip-flops in the sand. Happy retirement, Angie. It's Angie's last day, okay? Fire up all the crockpots. Everybody bring in one crockpot. I want 15 of them going here. Going all it's in. It's Angie's last party, damn it. You're, you're right. We did get her a giant eagle cake. We did. It's got flip-flops on it. Beach. Ocean. <laughs> sand. It's so good. It's Angie's last day. Happy retirement, Angie. Uh, it is time for Today in Freak Show History now. Oh, this is a good one, man. This is a this is a classic. I think we actually ruined this song with what I'm going to uh, get into here. Uh, Today in Freak Show History brought to you by Moe's Southwest Pro. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show History. history. Today. Today in Freak Show History, we take it back. Uh, I believe this was last year. We were covering uh, when a new Kids Bop album came out. Now, Kids Bop albums are uh, popular songs sung by kids, mm-hmm. but lyrics changed to make them kid-friendly, family-friendly. So then we like to take the Kids Bop songs, find out how they cleaned up the songs, because a lot of the edits are hilariously just bad. This was the Kids Bop version. I mean, this is the best one. It's the best one. Bruno Mars, that's what I like. Oh, 
Okay, no all right. Chance. You and your ass invited, so go on and get to clapping. No you and your friends invited, so go on and get to dancing. Okay, not you and your ass are invited. You and your friends are invited. And we're not clapping, by the way. We're dancing. So pop a no popping it, no turn around and dropping it. Let's see the kids bop at it. Sing it with a friend, sing it, sing it for me. <laughs> sing it sing with it. a friend. <laughs> that might be the worst sing one. Sing it with a friend, sing, sing it for me. Come down and dance it with a friend, dance it, dance it with me. Dance it with a friend, dance, dance it with me. Oh my God, we're going to I went to beach house in Miami, wake up with no jamming. All right. Not too bad right no, there, right? Uh-uh. All right, now it's lobster tail for dinner. Julio served that scampi. Lobster tail for dinner. Uh-huh. Then we served that scampi. What the hell did they do with Julio? Where the hell is Julio? What did you do with Julio, you monsters? Lobster tail for dinner. Then we served that scampi. Where is Julio at? What did you do with Julio, kids bop? You don't serve the scampi. That's Julio's job. We have to make our own scampi now. <laughs> Seriously, where's Julio? Why'd they have to Why take out? Why Julio too much? I don't know. Why'd they just eliminate Julio in that? All right, let's get to the hook here. This is the Kids Bop edit of Bruno Mars. That's what I like. Strawberry champagne. Okay. Lucky for you, that's what I like. Now, let me throw this out here. I don't think the kids are going to be uh, having the strawberry champagne on Probably ice, right? not, no. Okay. Strawberry milkshake's Play it again. Can you play it again? <laughs> Can you handle the milkshake line? Strawberry milkshake, so nice. <laughs> That's going to be the line that ruins the entire song. Yeah. Oh, 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 call it off right now. Oh, no. There ain't no way there's sex by the fire at night in the in the kids' bop world. No way, right? Let's see what we got here. No way there's sex by the fire at night in Kids Bob World. There's just hang by the fire hang. at night while we sip strawberry milkshake. Strawberry oh milkshake, so nice. That's right, strawberry milkshake. Oh, no. Ice. That's what I like. Uh, the pirates are so horrible, it's hard to really care. I mean, the worst thing for the pirates right now is that nobody really cares. Nobody's even angry. Is anybody angry about? Th- I'm not even angry about the pirates. No. Like, no. we knew what they were going to be. They're, they're showing us exactly who they are. We knew that the season was probably going to play out like this. It's not even like, wow, this team's really disappointing. This team is doing what we thought they would do. They're on an epic slide, though. They are. They're on quite a run. They were swept over the weekend, four straight games by the Diamondbacks. They've lost five straight. They've uh, In their last 33 games, they're 10-23. and 23. They're now nine games back in the NL Central. The Cincinnati Reds have won seven straight. They're only 10 games back, so the Pirates are one game away from being now in last place in the NL Central. Uh, Before we get into more Pirates uh, stuff here, can we just take a minute to step back and look at what the Erie Seawolves did on Saturday night? What were they thinking? They tweeted out a picture. With the caption, it's Sugar Rush Night at UPMC Park. You can get a Smith's hot dog with a cotton candy bun topped with nerds candy. Whoa. Are they changing the game or ruining the game? I don't know. Part of me thinks uh, the nerds on top is a bit much. But a cotton candy wrapped hot dog, that combination of sweet and salty... That might actually be something to try. I mean, right? putting the hot dog in the sweet cotton candy. That might that might be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not even hating on it until I try it. The nerds are a bit much, though. We don't need the nerds. Get those out of here. Wrapping a hot dog in cotton candy, I think, is probably enough. Oh, you know it would be really good. Funnel cake bun on a hot dog, right? Oh, how about that? They Wrap a doggy in funnel cake? They should have deep fried that. Like the cotton candy dog? You should deep fry everything. Hit it with some batter and throw it in the deep fryer? Hey, whether it's good or not, good for Erie Seawolves because people, like, uh, you know, nationally were actually tweeting that out and talking about the Erie Seawolves just because of their cotton candy hot dog topped with nerds. Let's get back to the Pirates and their awfulness. Uh, Clint Hurdle saying after the four-game sweep 
by the Diamondbacks, I'll kind of rearrange some things, probably with the staff, talk about some things. Pirates have lost nine of their last 10 series, 24 of their last 34 games. The Pirates are batting 224 in June. Hey, Clint, I don't think it matters, man. Listen, here's what the Pirates are going to do. They're going to eventually fire Clint Hurdle and be like, that's part of the problem. Right, yeah, they're gonna throw yeah. him under the bus and be like, "He's got to get out of here." The players aren't responding to him anymore, and that'll buy them more time. Right, you know? right. like we all know how this is gonna go, right? Like they trade away some guys probably coming up. Yeah, and be like, "This is we're not competing, so this is what we got to do." Well, you're not competing because you didn't compete in the off season. But they're gonna get you know guys that'll possibly work out in the future yeah they'll spin it somehow just like oh they're doing great in the minors is it even worth reading pirates facebook comments again at this point i mean that's the that's the problem with the pirates nobody even cares i don't think anybody's even really that angry we knew this was coming it's happening management set this all in place for them to suck this year and they are sucking bad, yeah. horribly. Yeah, they really uh, are. You know what? Let's just take a look. Yeah, let you. Let me just. Let me just dip the dip the toe Anywhere, in here. Let me just real quick. Oh. Very deep dark place oh. on the internet. Yeah. Everyone is a GM. Yeah. Everyone is a coach. Yeah. Everyone is going to get traded. Everything, Everything sucks. Gone. It's time for pirates Facebook comments. I don't even know why we're reading these, but you know, screw it. Let's just go in here. Uh, Facebook comments on the. Show. Show as always brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Pirates Facebook comments after uh, they're just horrible. Rick V, I've been a Pirate fan since 1939. Whoa. The credentials are so out. Whoa. I've stuck with them through thick and thin since then, but this season isn't even half over and I've lost interest in them. I'll still check the score, but I have better things to do with my time. Since 1939, Rick has been a fan, and that's about it, Pirates. Somehow, some way. That's it. 1939, you lost Rick. Oh, damn. You won't be lonely. You won't be lonely. Send Rick to the crossroads. You won't be lonely. Since 1939, Pirates baseball. Pirates baseball. And there he goes. 1939. Uh, William H. here. I guess we now know if we're going to be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. Please, nothing. Let Harrison go to a contender. And Mercer, too. And Cervelli. They all deserve the chance to play for a team that has a chance and desire to win. Ray G. This team has absolutely quit. The players, the coaches, the owner, everyone top to bottom has quit. They've embarrassed the city who once called themselves champions. <laughs> Sell them, nut job. We have seen enough. Jimmy J. Clint says this isn't life or death. It's just a baseball game. Sounds like a man who doesn't care about screwing the fans since he's in a win-win situation with respect to money and security. A lot of folks pay their hard-earned money to see a team under your watch quit. Is anybody paying hard-earned money to go see a Pirates game? Like, at this point, you should be somehow getting free tickets. I don't care where you are, who you are. You should be getting free tickets or yeah. going on StubHub and paying pennies to the dollar for Pirates tickets. Uh, let's just real quick. John asks here, nutting wrong with a little losing from time to time. Bargain Bob knows he will keep filling his nutting sack full of money and you'll keep coming back with sweaters and t-shirts. Is that what we're calling it now? Bob nutting? Grabbing onto his nutting sack? <laughs> filling it full of money? Is that is that what he does to the fans? Bob Nutty doesn't care about you. He just got one hand on his nutting sack, and that's all he Collecting cares about. Collecting those dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's only a matter of time. And at this point, who cares? Trade everybody, reset it, and maybe in three or four years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks again to everybody who came out Saturday. Uh, Shenley Park for the Walk for Children's. Just over $864,000 raised. For Children's Hospital and all the kids over there. Uh, it was great to see everybody Saturday for the Walk for Children's. Already can't wait for uh, for next year. I mean, next year can they just keep going bigger and bigger. Can we do a million next year? Can we do a million next year for the Walk for Children's? I, th- I think so. I think it's possible. Uh, let's get to the naked story on the show today. We decided a couple weeks back that... We feel like we cover so many stories about people getting naked, whether they're drunk, whether they're high, whatever the reason is, people getting naked. So we said, you know what? Let's start a naked streak on the show. How many shows can we go in a row 
where just naturally a naked story happens. Listeners send it to us. We find it on our own. But let's see how many days in a row we go. Since we started that, we have not done a show without a naked story. And once again, for the 22nd show in a row now, we got a local one here? Uh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a naked story. Hey. It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. Yep. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Uh, WPXI covering the uh, local naked story here. Virginia man is behind bars this morning in Washington County. Washington County. All right, so it's a Virginia man who gets naked, but he yeah. got naked in Washington County. After walking naked through the streets of Roscoe. Oh, We've no. seen this now three times lately. Okay, three times lately? Have we seen this? I mean, if you count the naked jogger, I guess. Oh, that's two right there, right? That's two right there. South side, yeah, downtown. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. 19-year-old Noah Shriver faces several charges, including indecent exposure and some drug offenses. Police say they received several calls from concerned citizens about Shriver and a suspicious backpack near the Raymond E. Kennedy ball field. Naked with a backpack and a ball field. Naked Noah. (laughs) Why are you naked, man? Yeah, where are the pants at? Why are you naked at the baseball field? Officials say they found his birth certificate in there, marijuana, and a scale inside. They didn't find pants or underwear? (laughs) No. You hung on to the weed, but the pants are gone? Weed, a scale, his birth certificate, but no pants or underwear found. Shriver is in the Washington County Jail on a $25,000 bond. A hearing is set for next week. There you go. Washington County making the show. You can't even say you were, like, robbed. Like, they would have stolen the weed. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Stole your pants? I don't know the story behind that. I don't know why this man was up here. I don't know what he was doing. I, I mean, listen. You can't just smoke some regular weed and get naked uh-uh. like that. Like no, you got to no. smoke something extra to be able to just all of a sudden get naked on the baseball field. It happened in Roscoe. That's uh, what Washington County. Yeah, and yeah, for yeah. the 22nd show in a row, quite the streak we're on here. A naked person making the show. Uh I got to be honest. I I keep watching the World Cup games. I don't know anything about soccer really. And I keep watching them on Telemundo because uh, I just keep waiting. I keep waiting to hear if the Spanish announcers can outdo themselves on the goal calls. And I'm telling you, they never disappoint, man. By the way, though, hold on, because we did get a tweet over the weekend. I saw, and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to try this out. Mike P tweeted us, mm-hmm. "Hippo farts sound like Spanish soccer goal calls." All right, I will try to work on that and see if that comes to fruition. Hippo farts? Yes, find me the hippo farts audio. Okay. Uh, Over the weekend, this was uh, was in Mexico over South Korea. This was one of the goals here. (laughs) I mean, I I only got the best here. I only got the best. Reload. Still 20 seconds left. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay, that one right there. The end of that one. The De Mexico at the end. That is one goal call. He said goal two times, and it took 40 seconds. And it ended beautifully with a... Uh, Germany scored in the final minute. Almost like a buzzer beater, if that's even possible, in soccer in the World Cup. Uh, over Sweden, this was the call. This was another guy in Telemundo. Uh, Germany. And we're off. Yep. And we're off. Still on the first one. Wow. And we got another one. And we're on the second goal. Second, right. second one wasn't really needed. 
first one was really long. Yeah. That's usually two, and then they're out. Uh-oh, though. Oh. 20 seconds left, though. Still going. 20 seconds left. Oh, 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 oh. oh he's going in. He's going oh. in. Three goals. The triple. He's going in. The German triple. The German triple. Wow. How about that one? Three. The German triple in there. Okay, now let's go to Mike's tweet here because I think I'm ready for this. Hippo farts sound like World Cup soccer goals. Okay, now hippo farts. We There's a video online of a hippo farting at the zoo. It sounds like a motor. It's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. We've played the audio on the show before. This is a hippo fart. <laughs> unbelievable every time I hear it. Now, let's... It even has the length of a goal call. I mean, that's why Mike might be on something here tweeting us. So now here it is. The moment you have all been waiting for. This is World Cup Telemundo goal calls mixed with a hippo fart. Let's see. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it at the end there with the Demerico. One more time, the end there. I just, I have no idea why any of you listen to our show. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Jason tweets us here, Dear Urine Hug, you guys are the greatest. Yeah, we are the greatest. Who else requests Dear Urine Hugs? Seems friendly enough, right? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Aubrey tweets us here, Came close to spitting my breakfast everywhere after you guys played hippo farts mixed with Telemundo uh, World Cup goal calls. Wasn't ready for it. But it was so good. Did right. you say what was for breakfast? I, I don't know. I'll uh, I'll go back in though, if I need to, with the uh, the World Cup. This is one World Cup goal call mixed with a hippo fart. Hey, okay. That is right there where you just heard. Telemundo World Cup goal call mixed with hippo farts. That's the separation right there. That is the specialness. That's our secret sauce right there. Only going to find that here. That separates us from everybody else right there. There's the secret sauce right there. There it is. There's the special recipe. That's what it is right there. Telemundo World Cup goal call mixed with a hippo fart. That's right. That's only here. That's happening. <laughs> uh, live PD over the weekend? Yeah, yeah. We, we got one here? Uh, yep. Love this show on A&E. They follow around police officers uh, Friday and Saturday night, usually like six to eight police departments. And, uh, you know, every now and then something weird happens. This was in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, they approach a drunk guy wearing a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. They watch this guy come over here and urinate in public, so right now he's going to be cited and released for that offense. Okay, we have a guy urinating in public, Tempe, Arizona, wearing an Eagles jersey. Please, please give me a pass. One time, this is such a minor offense. The only reason we should take you to jail is for wearing an Eagles jersey. How about that? How about that, <laughs> officer? The guy who was urinating in public said, you know, please, you, you know trying to get out of the ticket and the guy's like the only reason we should take you to jail is for wearing that eagles jersey this is just something i shouldn't be sacrificing my future you're not sacrificing your future it's really okay all right 
So the guy who thought he was throwing away his future by urinating in public? Like he thought he's going to jail, like oh. he's going to be on the record. Oh, okay. And really, it's just like a, a ticket or something. Well, it's no yeah. big deal, right? So that guy was uh, seen by police urinating in public. We went over, contacted him, and signed and released him. This is not a life-altering offense. Urinating in public is a petty offense. Uh, no big deal. So that's the end of the guy in the Eagles jersey mm-hmm. urinating in public. And then uh, later in the episode, they find the guy again, but this time he's gotten his ass kicked. We heard over the radio that there was a subject involved in a physical altercation. Oh, no. Oh, no. He just got a UIP. How about they show oh, up no. and they realize it's the same guy that was urinating in public in the Eagles jersey. They pull up and it's like, oh, no. You remember me? Yes, I'm the same person. You are. I, I took full responsibility. I in public. Okay, so he's taking full responsibility. Now he's like, I, I did it. Got me. I beat him. Public. We don't even care about that, bro. That's not even the issue right now. Okay. I don't want this to f- up my future, man. I Are came, you okay? I came here. I ordered food, and this kid, for no reason, knocked me out, broke my watch. I was holding a bag of food. Do you need anything from us? I don't need. Anything. No. All right. Are your chickens still in there? Because if they're in the bag, they're technically still good. All right. Now hold on. So this guy who was urinating in public got his ass kicked. Yeah, there's like scattered fries yeah. like spread all the way across the parking lot. They broke his watch. <laughs> like I can only imagine what this guy said to the people who assaulted him, right? And the cop then asks, like, are the are the chicken fingers yeah, yep. still in the bag, which hadn't touched the ground yet? So <laughs> the cop is realizing that they're they're probably still good. You won't eat them out, you. I love how savage you guys are because I'm the same exact way. All right, how great is that? The cop says, if you don't eat them, I'll eat them. And then the drunk guy, I love how savage you guys are because I'm the exact same way. <laughs> Technically, it touched the ground. It's still back. Yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so we did not find out whether or not the drunk guy who was urinating in public and then got his ass kicked wearing an Eagles jersey at Tempe, Arizona. We did not find out. They they kind of cut the story off there. Yeah, they cut away before he So you eating. don't find out who ate the chicken fingers. You got to right? figure with the peer pressure, though. And a drunk guy, he's eating those. Oh, he, listen. Those. When you're drunk, you'll eat a lot worse than some, uh, some pavement chicken fingers, yeah. right? Especially oh, yeah. if they're still in the bag. And the fact that the Do other it. officer was willing to completely sober eat him, too. Somebody ate those damn chicken fingers. Do it. Uh, the NHL draft happened this weekend? Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no clue that was even happening until I saw the Billy Garen sandwich clip. This is the only thing to take away from the NHL draft, right? Well, the Penguins didn't have a first-round pick, right? No, no. So the first round really didn't matter. There were no big moves or anything. No players traded uh, by the Penguins. It was very uneventful, except, what is he, the uh, assistant general manager, uh, Billy Guerin? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a boy named James, who looked like he was the draft runner for the Penguins, uh, you know, getting snacks and drinks for everybody at the Penguins table, this was Bill Guerin's interaction here. James, 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 James. Yeah? Could I have a salami and cheese sandwich? Okay, that's Bill Guerin asking for a salami and cheese sandwich. There's no with sandwiches. Pickles. With pickles? With pickles. But I want, can you get the pickles on the outside of the bread? There's Not no in the sandwich. sandwiches. Can, and can you put like little scoops of peanut butter on the top? Uh, can I tell you something? What? There's no sandwiches. Uh, Billy Garen, a big ask here, is wanting a salami sandwich, but with pickles on the outside and a little bit of peanut butter on the top, James, the young kid, is saying to Bill Garen, repeating, there is no sandwiches. Can I have a salami and cheese submarine? There's nothing except for snacks and drinks. Can I have a snack of salami, cheese? There's no salami (laughs) and cheese and bread. Well, then you said there's... there's chips and brownies. Are there no sandwiches? There's no sandwiches. Well, you should have just said that. No, I said there's not. That was it. That's what. Uh, that was the big thing from the NHL draft, as far as the Penguins go. Bill Guerin asked for a weird salami and cheese sandwich no with a little bit pick. of peanut butter Just and pickles. <laughs> Sitting around. Uh, James apparently delivered. Then, did you see the Penguins tweet this out? Uh, delivered Bill Guerin at his home. It looks like after the draft, 
uh, a note and the salami sandwich he asked for. It says, Billy G, sorry I couldn't deliver you a salami and cheese sandwich at the draft, but here it is, and it's your time to deliver me a good season. Love your buddy James. Uh, the Penguins did draft 18-year-old defenseman Kalen Addison in the second round. Ra- uh, second round. Ra- okay. I, all right. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jason Mackey for the Post Gazette also says the Penguins could be interested in a potential Chris Kunitz return after the Tampa Bay Lightning said that they're not interested in re-signing the 38-year-old Chris Kunitz. So again, your Penguins NHL in-depth recap of the draft. There are no sandwiches, Bill Guerin. 96.1 Kiss. Good Morning America was just showing some of the uh, naked people in the ESPN bodies issue. You know how they do that every year? They have different athletes pose uh, nude. Yeah. Uh, get me the list coming up next. I want to I wanna see what athletes are, uh, are naked. I don't think there's any Pittsburgh athletes. I think if... Has there ever been Pittsburgh athletes? I feel like there's been... Wasn't there a Casey Hampton stomach one year? I feel like there was. Yeah, I feel like there was. I feel like we fantasized it, though. I know we we might have to look back because I believe we have fantasized about Clint Hurdle naked before. Mm. Tasteful, tasteful. More than once, probably. Uh, The final episode of the CNN series with uh, Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, um, aired last night, I believe. It, he's, it was uh, Bourdain in the uh, Himalayas. It's kind of creepy. The, they put out like a trailer for it that had been uh, running for a couple days before the episode. And like, like it started with this line, Anthony Bourdain, of course, who uh, committed suicide uh, a few weeks back. It is considered enlightening and therapeutic to think about death for a few minutes a day. Yes, you are reminded time and again not to take things too seriously. This is, in fact, an illusion, isn't it? Life is but a dream. So that's a, kind of a creepy, creepy line start. after everything that had happened to him. Uh, it is also, there was a report that came out that Anthony Bourdain did not have any drugs uh, in his system uh, when he passed away. But the final episode of Parts Unknown on CNN, just an incredible series. You can watch it on Netflix, uh, aired uh, last night. Himalayas. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Bob, you in that this weekend? You in the Jurassic no, Did you go see dinos no, this weekend? Uh-uh. Yeah, neither did I, man. This is like the first Jurassic World uh, movie that, or even Jurassic Park movie, whatever, that I didn't see opening weekend. I didn't think it was even going to be that good. You know what the problem is, man? I, I have trouble, like, dedicating two hours to go to the movies. I mean, like, like, when, it's, like when, Avengers? It's, when it's nice weather out. Like, summertime slows me down from the movies. I'm like, I'll see that, like, whenever I get the chance. But I'm out having a good time in the nice weather. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom made $150 million opening weekend. It's already made over $700 million worldwide. It's almost a billion-dollar movie already. Uh, last movie made $208 million opening weekend. So it is down from the last Jurassic World. Right. Uh, but it only cost $170 million to make. So they're making a ton of money. They're doing Andre- fine. Everybody that I talk to, though. Uh, said it was like awesome and maybe the best Jurassic Park movie in the entire series, because that's what a lot of people were saying after the last Jurassic World movie. Like, really? They, they're they're still going with this? They so, got it going? How many more times can we do this? What's happening? Uh, Jamie tweets here. Antonio Brown did the ESPN bodies issue last year. That's right. Remember AB? Was oh whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crotch yeah. football. Yeah, it's like yeah. crotch football and. He had his like hand raised like back like that. Not like yeah. I've not like I've drawn it or doodled it. Poster size picture with, of it without the football. What? Hmm? Tom Holland uh, over the weekend. I I don't know if this is planned or if he really accidentally gave away the new title to the next Spider-Man movie. Uh, he was uh, at Comic Con in Seattle. And he was excited because the new script for the next uh, Spider-Man movie came in and he was showing everybody it on his iPad and he flashed the logo, which revealed the title Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Parts Unknown. Uh, So I guess that's the title of the next Spider-Man movie. Uh, Kevin, man, how do you say the Marvel Studios president's name? Kevin... Fi Feige? Is it Feige? I, think I it's believe fi- it's Feige. I think it's Feige. 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 All right. Uh, he said about the upcoming movie Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I feel like I have no desire to see that movie. Like no. after Avengers Infinity War, you want to give me an Ant-Man movie? 
before the like before Captain Marvel. You want to yeah, I need to go see that. But then he says Ant Man and the Wasp directly connects to Avengers four. These characters are going to be very important going forward. Now oh, by directly I connect, got, does that I mean there's a, see that. a bonus scene that yeah, connects? Yeah, now I got it. Wow, well, I got to see a bonus scene. I got, gotta go see that movie now. Yeah, you'll eventually see that movie. Uh, dinosaurs. Can't, can't stop thinking about Clint Hurdle naked. More of that. Yeah. Uh Mikey and Bob ninety six one kiss. It is the uh morning freak show. Uh, I have the list of athletes that are going to be in the ESPN body issue. That's where athletes just pose naked. I think it's like the 10th year that they've done this. Uh, the Penn State running back. Uh, now the Giants running back, Saquon Barkley's naked. Charlotte Flair from the WWE. NFL uh, Hall of Fame wide receiver, Jerry Rice. The Olympic figure skater, Adam Rapon. Brianna Stewart from the WNBA, Sue Bird WNBA. This is sounding a lot like a Dancing with the Stars cast. Yeah, it really, it really is. Sixty-three-year-old Hall of Fame golfer Greg Norman. I just saw Greg Norman like naked. Yo, somebody test that dude. Unbelievable. He needs to be tested for the roids, right? He's a monster. I don't even know if he golfs like professionally anymore. See, on like the old person's like he senior just, tour, he he's is ripped. Rips. Bench presses cars. Uh, if you're in the office today and you like uh, good-looking naked guys older than 60 like me and Bob do, go ahead and Google the uh, pictures of Greg Norman and the ESPN bodies issue. Uh, NBA player from the Minnesota Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Houston Astros pitcher, Dallas Keuchel. Dodgers outfielder, Yasiel Puig. MLS LA Galaxy soccer star, Zlatan. Is Saquon the Penn State connection the closest to Pittsburgh, basically? Uh, looks like it. Looks like he's naked holding a football over his uh, private area. Oh, good for him. Uh, if you had to see one person naked from the Pirates, I mean, Cervelli's the pick, right? Right? Are we all on the same page with that? You get to see one person from the Pirates naked. You're going Francisco Cervelli, right? The catcher? Does it have to be a current Pirate, or can we go all time? <laughs> what? The, do we need to go all time? I mean, Jim Leland just with a smoke. <laughs> no! No! Man! Anybody but Leland! Why would you? Why? Jim Leland with one smoke. It's fine if we say we want to see Clint Hurdle tastefully nude. <laughs> For some reason, I'm shutting you down. No! Jim Leland with a smoke. Get out of here, man. Leland still hangs around these parts, man. Yep. Want to see him naked, too? Wow. All time you're going Leland? Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, I think Cervelli, though, if you got to be serious. Like, if you got to pick a nice pirate body to yeah, sketch yeah, nude I mean. tastefully, Cervelli. Oh, about the Penguins? I mean, Hornquist, right? Are we sketching Hornquist? Are you talking best looking, or do we I, get to see Phil naked? Oh, man, you're right. Like, <laughs> you are, you are, you're right. Like, Hornquist I, or Latang probably have, I'm guessing, the best bodies well, on the Well, I mean, team. Patrick Hornquist, we've talked to him about this. He rips his equipment off faster than anybody once they get off the ice. Yeah, it's like his clothes he, melt off as soon as he hits the locker room. Well, he told us when we had him on the show that he does that just because his equipment's always wet and sweaty and he just wants it off. So as soon as he gets in, it's, all, it's, it's coming off. You're right. Phil Kessel's probably number one. If we have to tastefully sketch one nude. Phil. Like, I can see a good-looking naked body online whenever I want to. But you got to search far and wide to find a naked body like a Phil Kessel body. Uh, Steelers, you got to sketch somebody tastefully nude. Who are you going with on the Steelers? That's a tough one because Antonio Brown was just naked last year. That is a an in-shape human being yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we're going by weight, the heaviest Steeler... Who is the heaviest? Three hundred and fifty-two pounds, six foot seven. Whew. It's Dan McCullers, D- defensive lineman, I believe. Uh yeah, he's a ta- defensive tackle. Yeah, Marcus Gilbert, not too far behind at three thirty. So McCullers has twenty-two pounds according to Steelers.com. 
So he is far and away the heaviest stealer. I mean, can we just get the whole offensive line, or is that too picky? Is that, yeah, is that asking for too much? much? It's a bit much. I mean, Marcus Gilbert, 6'6", 330. Uh, Ramon Foster, 6'5", 328. I just want to see a naked Franco Harris. Villanueva, 6'9", 320. Nice. Uh, (laughs) Naked Franco is what you want to see now? Okay, current or like peak Franco? Peak Franco. Okay, so you have Jim Leland, Phil Kessel, and Franco Harris as three people you would like to see naked and sketch tastefully nude. Yeah. Barrel Chevy is the place to go. Summer sell-down event going on right now at Barrel Chevy. Our buddy, General Manager Jerry Raymond over there and the staff will take care of you. And they want to beat everybody else. Bring in any competitor's new vehicle ad. They will beat it over at Barrel Chevy. I mean, if you want to see some good-looking guys. They have our cutouts there that are are life-size. It is true. If you want to just sketch me and Bob, that is the place. Barrel Chevy to see our life-size cardboard cutouts. You can see the selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. BarrelChevy.com. We're wearing clothes in those cutouts, by the way. Barrel Chevrolet on Facebook. Barrel Chevrolet on Instagram. Let's get to the biggest thing from the baseball weekend. The Erie Seawolves on Saturday night had Sugar Rush Night at their UPMC Park. And they were selling Smith's hot dogs wrapped with a cotton candy bun topped with the nerds. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of nerds, so I think I would just rather have the cotton candy hot dog. The cotton candy bun. It sounds... What if you could do without nerds? I think without nerds would be the way to go. No nerds. But I'll tell you this. If you could just have one thing for a hot dog bun, what would it be? If you could eat one hot dog, like we're not talking regular hot dog bun, it's you get to use anything you want. Mm. To me, and I believe we tried this at the get-go test kitchen before with our boy Chef Tom, it's a donut. A donut bun with a hot dog. That that sweet and salty combination, oh my gosh, you kidding me? I feel like they've done that before. Donut dog, Park. it lived up to the hype though, it was good, I thought. Like donut dog is pretty amazing. Put, uh, putting the hot dog in the pink cotton candy. Nice. That might be something. Nice. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss, the morning freak show. The train ride that is our radio show is uh, now on fire, has lost most of its train cars. The engine has exploded, and it is crashing now into the side of the mountain, a.k.a. the end of our show. Choo-choo. All right. Uh, somebody just tweeted us a link here to an iguana fight in Florida. Did you see this yet? Iguana fight? Yeah. How do we know they're fighting? Iguana fight in a Florida Starbucks parking lot halts traffic. Hmm. Did you see this yet? I did not, no. All right. Oh, boy. I would guess it's not a fight, though, if I had to guess. I don't know. You don't think so? You don't think this is a fight? Let Mm -mm. me see. All right. Two iguanas here. Well, that doesn't look like a fight right now. There's. Mm -mm. Oh, no. They're head-to-head right now. Two iguanas. Head-to-head. No, that is fighting right there. Those are two iguanas fighting. Because I know you you were thinking it was going to be iguana mating. But they're facing off. That's head-to-head right there. Man, big iguanas are scary as hell. Yeah. Like, that's a dinosaur to me still. These are two dinosaurs. Oh, whoa, 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 my man. Oh, whoa. We going to knock out that whoa. one? Oh, no. Whoa. Okay, iguana fighting is wild as hell. What now, are they now, they're just, now they're just sort of calmed down. I don't know. They're in a Starbucks parking lot, man, just fighting. I don't know. Florida. Long stuff. Florida, man. Yo, your iguanas right. in Florida. Live your life. What are you doing fighting? Damn, man. man. I don't know. He's just watching iguana fighting at a Starbucks parking lot in Florida on the internet right now. This all leads to mating. Not between <laughs> them, but I mean, there's probably like a lady iguana across the parking lot waiting. Why are these iguanas? See who wins. Why are these iguanas kind of fat? Like, that's a chunky iguana, right? 
You gotta bulk up, man. Man, iguanas are scary. I'm scared of all Starbucks lizards. Starbucks main event. Lizards are all dinosaurs. You gotta bulk up. Is that a fact? Lizards are all dinosaurs. That, they I look like, like dinosaurs, right? right? They look like dinosaurs. Jurassic World, Florida, man. That's the next sequel. Fallen Kingdom leads to Florida. If you saw Jurassic uh, World this weekend, Fallen Kingdom made a bunch of money. Uh, people were excited. Said it was a really good movie. It'll move the Jurassic World the franchise forward. And it will head right down to Florida, where now all the dinosaurs will fight for drugs and nudity. <laughs> That's a, a reward. In a Starbucks parking lot, yeah. Uh, freak show question of the day today before we get out of here. This will be with Tall Kathy around 5.30. If you get question of the day correct this week, uh, Luke Bryan tickets. Luke Bryan, Sam Hunt, Saturday at Heinz Field on the line for freak show question of the day. Question of the day. What did the Erie Seawolves mm-hmm. use as a hot dog bun on Sugar Rush night? This was this past Saturday. Cotton candy is the answer. Cotton candy hot dog bun. Real game changer there from the Erie Seawolves. Cotton candy. Answer to the Freak Show question of the day. 5.30 with Tall Kathy all this week for your chance to go to the Luke Bryant Heinz Field Show on uh, Saturday. Hell yeah. I didn't expect to end the show watching iguana fighting. Are they but still going? Or there, there we were. No, it's over. How did it end? Uh, I think it just ended. They just stopped taking video. I mean, if you're taking that video, you got to you gotta wait until... Let them finish. Either one of them, you know, fight to the death or it turns into mating. One of the two. Got to keep rolling if you're down in Florida. Got to keep it rolling. You never know how it's going to end. All right. Is that enough today? Did we do enough? I think we're okay. All right. Ryan Seacrest shows up right now. Take it out. HD Pittsburgh. Let's go. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Is today Monday? Have you looked in the mirror yet? I saw Monday. 